Hey everyone, I'm Erica. And I'm Shay. And we're two bestie moms breaking down topics each week here on our podcast. We cover everything from pop culture to travel, motherhood, organization, fitness, fashion, food, and so much more. We're two best friends just chatting about life and we're so excited you're here. Okay, Erica, I am so excited about today's episode. Me too. It was so much fun for me to just do this episode because I had forgotten so many of the details about our trip. I know. It was so fun looking back and breaking down each and every day. Okay, I also think we should talk about, though, I'm so excited because it's episode one of season two of The Bestie Breakdown. We're back. Yay! Okay, do you want to tell them real quickly, like what we're doing this season? Yeah, so this season, we have a topic each and every week, and we'll be breaking it down, sharing every little detail we can about that topic. So this week, we focused on Hawaii. Yes, our spring break vacation from last year. So we'll break down a new topic each week, and then at the end, we'll also have reader questions. So those questions don't necessarily have to pertain to that week's episode. So you'll get to hear a breakdown and then also some fun questions at the end. We are so excited you're here, and we hope you look forward to Breaking Down Hawaii. Enjoy this episode. It's been so long since we've done a podcast. Yeah, I hope we remember how to do it. (laughs) Okay, let's just go ahead and be honest up front. (laughs) We have been trying to reboot the podcast for several weeks now, and we are so um, just not technologically advanced that it's been (laughs) difficult. We might have recorded some where... um, I was too far or too close to the microphone, or maybe we didn't push record or... I don't know. The list is long, long, everyone, but we're back. And that's all that matters now. We even recorded one and John, who's our great producer, he was like, that was terrible. You have to do it again. (laughs) (laughs) So terrible on the technological side, not the content side. Yes. Sweet John. Sweet John. (laughs) So this season on the Bestie Breakdown, each week we are going to break down a different topic for you guys. So it's going to be weekly. We're going to have a new topic each week. We're going to break them down. Lots of reader Q&A, lots of just us being best friends talking about topics that are important to us and ones you guys suggested. And today we're breaking down Hawaii. <gasps> oh, This is like the most, probably the most, I can't think of the word. Requested. <laughs> this is the most requested topic when we ask for what you guys want to hear about. It's always Hawaii. Always. We went on this vacation over a year ago, but we're just now breaking it down here on our podcast. And I'm really excited because I had kind of forgotten a lot. A lot's happened in a year and I, it was exciting to go back and look at the pictures. Me too. It was such a great vacation too. So as we started talking about it, as we we were doing our research and remembering everything we did. It got me excited and I'm ready to go back again. Me too. I, and looking back at the photos, I would absolutely do this vacation all over again. The whole thing. I really couldn't think of something I would do differently. Me neither. That, yes, I agree. I'm ready to go back. Let's book it. 
I know a lot of you are probably going to have questions about the actual how we travel together. These two, you know, big families going on vacation together, something we do quite frequently. That's an upcoming episode this season on our podcast. So today is all about Hawaii. If you have questions, they will most likely be answered in a later episode where we break down traveling with each other. Yes. So a lot. I'm really, really excited. What we did is we kind of just broke up the vacation. Erica looked at half of it. I looked at half of it. I didn't look at her part. She didn't look at mine. And we're going to go through our trip with you guys because so many of you have had questions. So we're going to we're going to just kind of unpack it all right here together for the first time. Yeah, I kind of share a recap over the podcast of everything we did. And um, we're excited about it. I very much anticipate that you're going to say things and I'm going to be like, oh, I totally forgot that we did that. Me too, because I didn't research and look up all the days that you were in charge of. And a lot of the things that we did on my day, I really had to dive into what we did to remember. That's what I was pulling up my phone and looking at my pictures and asking Andrew. Not that I, I mean, I did forget some things, but a lot of it was just fun to reminisce about. Ah, yes. All right. Well, I was um, assigned, Erica assigned us our days and I was assigned the first day, which is so fun because it's the day we actually left Dallas-Fort Worth, all 12 of us. So the six slaughters, the six shoals, and we flew from Dallas to Honolulu. Now, Erica, you guys, you and Tab had been to Hawaii a couple of times, right? Yes, we had been twice for football games only. So we had only gone to um, Oahu before. We'd never left that island. And we'd always stayed in the like Waikiki area of Oahu. I hadn't really been to Oahu since I was, I don't know, maybe middle school. It had been a long time. Andrew oh, and yes. I, yeah, we had been to, we'd been back to Hawaii. We actually went to Maui on our honeymoon. And then we'd been back a couple of times with our kids since then. But we had gone to the Big Island, Maui, and Lanai. So it was really fun when we landed on going to Oahu because it was an island I was not as familiar with myself. Yes. It was so much fun to see other parts of it for us. Um, the Waikiki area is just completely different than the area where we camped out for the three days we were there. Yeah. So on day one, right, we leave Dallas, we land in Honolulu. And listen, we're breaking down all the facts for you guys, because I know you have a lot of questions, not just about our tan and our sunscreen, but about <laughs> the logistics of this actual trip and how we did it, because it's a trip you guys. And I need to stop saying you guys, by the way, it's a trip that I know a lot of you want to do yourself. So Let's get down to the basics. When we land, we have a car service. I know so many people want to know, how do you guys go move 12 people? Are you getting Ubers? I mean, how does that work? Nope. All of that's pre-thought out. So we had a car service that had all the, you know, correct car seats and, you know, seat belts, everything that need we needed to have for our age range of children. And it was big enough to carry all of our luggage. And because we we're gone for a long time. How many days? Were we, about 10? Yes. Yeah. We were gone 10 days. Yeah. So we got a car service, landed at the airport. You know, that's such a long flight from down. I mean, you know, you get on the plane in the morning and then you get there and it's the afternoon in Hawaii, but you've been on the plane for many hours. So we were all a little tired, but we were super excited <laughs> and hungry. And hung yes. I do remember <laughs> being hungry. Why were we so hungry? Um, we were hungry because we had just eaten plain food for the last seven hours. 
Um, can are we sharing like little important yes like family parts? Do you Please. remember when we got off the plane? Kensington was white. Okay, I want to sound like a bad mom because I <laughs> did, <laughs> I didn't remember that until you just said it. But yes, but she was because okay, yes, because she did not um spread out her gluten free food. She pretty much consumed it all the first minute she got on the plane. So then she wasn't eating because they didn't have a lot of gluten-free food on the plane. Yes. Yes. So we're walking through the airport. Erica's white. Sorry, I'm taking over your day. No, you're throwing me under the bus. No, no, no. (laughs) No, I'm not at all. No, we let the girls and the boys sit together. Remember, like they had a blast. They thought it was so fun. I want to say the day before my oldest daughter, Ebby Lee, had gotten her braces off. So she had packed a ton of candy in honor of no braces. And so I also think that the girls had a ton of candy in their row. So poor Kensington was walking and was like, Mom, I think I'm going to be sick. Anyway, it was like a bit dramatic where we were all like, Oh, my goodness. Um, But we gave her like a bar or something and she recovered super quickly. That's what I remember about landing in Oahu. It just goes to show what you photograph and what you don't because... (laughs) I obviously wasn't taking pictures of that because no, that was, no one no. was. So then when I go back to look at the pictures a year and a few months later, there are no photos of that. But yes, you're exactly right. She ate because all the candy Ebby Lee wanted was that gummy, sticky, chewy, yes. sugary that you can't wear. You can't enjoy while you have braces. All of that's gluten free. So yeah, Kensington consumed quickly her supposed to be gluten free, healthy food and then just ate a ton of that sugary stuff. <laughs> She was saying no to the pasta from the airplane because it was, you know, full of gluten and, you know, consuming all the gummy bears. And eventually it caught up to her. That's what happened. (laughs) You know, I'm really excited about today's podcast because this was my day to research and I forgot such an important part. So I can't wait. No, keep going. It's going to be great to see what else I have forgotten or mentally blocked out. I know it will be interesting to see what you remember and what I remember. I remembered the car seats from the car service. I I did not (laughs) remember my kid turning white at the airport. Well, there we go. I mean, there you go. Listen, friends, you just can't retain all of it. And some of it you just choose not to retain. Absolutely. Basically, we land and we get us all safely to our hotel. This is a big, I think, this was a big talking point for us before we went. Because you had been to Honolulu. I had been to Honolulu when I was younger. But we we really wanted to get out of Honolulu a little bit. Um, and really see some Oahu that wasn't necessarily around Honolulu. So we decided that we should take our families for the first few nights and stay in Kolina, which is what would you say, 45 minutes? Yeah, it was just a, a quick little drive right outside of the airport. It was so spectacular that I really think the next time we go back to Hawaii, we will go just there. It was so we loved it so much. We did, too. It's OK. I, I did my research um, a little bit on that area, and it is known as. The place it, it's no sorry koalina is the island of oahu's place of joy that's what they call it oh how fitting and I, I know i thought like that that sums it up perfectly i really really just thought it was beautiful it was close to the airport close to town and things that it it made a lot of stuff convenient but far enough out that it it did feel like hawaii and a little remote and peaceful and it was beautiful yeah, you very much had a sense of the islands when you were there. You could see mountain views. But in that little pocket, 
you know, the Coalina area, there was a golf club, there was a marina, there was a luau, you know, there were four different resorts where you could choose to stay. There was dining and shopping and, you know, so much stuff that you really wouldn't have to leave that area ever if you went to visit. You could park it there, stay there and have the best time. I really think that the next time we go back, that is exactly what we're going to do is just park it there in Colina. Now, making the decision where we should stay was not an easy decision. And just for the record, I did have written down because we keep, you know, copious notes of all of the uh, trips we plan, including our own for our travel agency. We actually booked this trip, like put our money down reserved things, booked it 13 months before we actually went on the trip. So we thought about it over a year in advance. And originally, I really thought we were going to stay at Alani, which is the Disney property there. But because we're travel agents and because we take care of all sorts of groups, not just families, but we take care of couples and girls trips and people of all ages, sometimes Alani isn't going to be the right fit for everybody. So we stayed at a wonderful property just right next door, like within walking distance, they shared um, a pathway and you could walk from one to the next. And it was great. It was um, the Colina Beach Club. It's a Marriott property. We absolutely loved it and its convenience. There was that. Remember, there was the free shuttle that would take you to the yes. uh, to uh, town, the little downtown area. And then it would also take you to Alani if you didn't want to walk. So it wasn't maybe the norm because we do love to do all things Disney, Disney World, Disney Cruise Line. So to not stay at Alani was not an, a decision we made lightly, but I really think it worked out so well for us. We had great rooms that were near each other. They were on the same floor for each of our families with oceanfront views. It, it was just the perfect spot for us to hang out for a few nights. And I loved it because I thought it would be a great place for me to tell my in-laws to go to. Or, you know, if, if, if I have a customer that wants to go on a girl's trip, it, it just met a lot of needs for a lot of different kinds of travelers. Yes. Okay. A couple other things I was going to add as you were talking. Um, we decided, I think you said 13 months is how far out we booked it. I bet we spent six weeks deciding where we were going to stay. And I'm not even kidding. It took, a, took us a long time. It wasn't, it wasn't a quick decision. Um, but one of the things is we knew um, getting to experience some things at Alani that had characters were going to be import, important. And we knew that if we stayed at the Marriott, then we could hop over and kind of enjoy all the extra stuff Alani offered. Um, and because of the dates, some of the things like that that are offered at the Marriott just weren't happening during the week when we were there. So anyway. Yeah, no, it was a very thought out decision where we should stay. And I'm very pleased with what we did. Now, that kind of wraps up day one, right? We fly there. My kid has had too much sugar and I, that was, <laughs> she's white. <laughs> she's white. We get to the hotel, we check in, we walk around and see the property, the pool, uh, the beach. We have a great dinner there on property and we're exhausted and go to bed. The next day was one of my favorites. We probably wake up at 4 a.m. in the morning because, you know, we're on different time. Um, but we had decided this was going to be the day that we walked over to the Alani Resort. Um, they had a character breakfast. We booked this ahead of time. Um, it was called Auntie's Breakfast Celebration, and it was a huge buffet of all the breakfast food you can imagine. And um, characters stopped by. We saw Mickey before we even walked into the restaurant. And then we had visit after visit of different characters, and our kids absolutely loved it. I loved it too. I mean, I did too. I remember, I mean, if we're 
being honest here, I went back for more than one plate. (laughs) I remember speaking of Kensington and her gluten intolerance. Remember how the chef came out and said we have a gluten-free waffle iron that makes the Mickey waffles gluten-free. Like we have a whole gluten-free area with pots and pans. And as a kid, as a parent who has a kid with any sort of allergy or food intolerance, that attention to detail just blows my mind. It was really good food and the service was amazing. And then Mickey and Minnie, like they were there. Yes. Pluto, Donald, they, I feel like they all came by our table. Um, the views, because the, the restaurant opened, it was open out to outside. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Um, so the views were great. It was also the first time that we'd walked through the resort. We kind of checked out their pool area, their beach. We just, you know, wanted to see it all. Um, and then we walked back and we pretty much spent the rest of the day enjoying the beach and the pools at our resort. I really liked how both of these resorts Uh, They're kind of, they have coves built in. So you're right there, you're on the sand. The ocean is right there at your feet. But because they're in a cove, the waves aren't huge. It's not super deep. So the kids could play all day and and kind of go a little further out because it wasn't very deep. It was more shallow. I just thought the whole way that it was set up there was so nice because sometimes you go to the beach and the waves are just too, too aggressive and the water's too deep and it's too rocky. And really, you just need to go back to the pool because it's not going to be a great you know, experience for your young kids. It was fantastic there, though. Yes. And those coves that you were talking about, it was almost like each resort had their own little lagoon cove area. So it wasn't crowded. I mean, I don't remember even seeing that many other people at the beach. You know, it was like our kids were easy to spot. Um, both of them, too, had great pool areas. You know, they would have, I don't know, like the pools were built into waterfalls and caves and I don't know, just really cool. There were slides at each resort. Um, Remember how they made it fun because they would have every day like a slide race contest. Remember, the lifeguards were making it super fun. The kids were very into the whole experience, which is why I think my family could go back and just park it there in Colina for several days because there was plenty to do. And everybody, just the service and hospitality was really great. Oh, me too. I for sure would go back and just stay at the Koalina area. It was great. Um, Then that night, I think. We took the free shuttle into town. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. We made reservations beforehand. And um, we had dinner at the Monkey Monkey Pod Kitchen right there in the Koalina area. Um, It was perfect. They seated us right upstairs. Everyone enjoyed a you know, a nice meal. And then we took the shuttle back crash that night. Because we still have jet lag. <laughs> yeah, I remember everyone had their heads on the table. Everyone yeah. was tired. Um, when I went back to look at pictures to jog my brain, I had so many pictures of me drinking coffee and reading my book on the balcony of the hotel overlooking the ocean. But the timestamp on all of them were crazy, like 5.45 a.m., <laughs> 6.02 a.m. Because I had su- such bad jet lag, I had plenty of time to read a book and drink a coffee on the patio when we weren't meeting you guys till, let's say, I don't know, 9.30. And we were all up so early. Yes, yes. I remember that the next morning as well. Um, okay, so on day three then, is that considered day three? Yeah, the next the, day. Yeah. The next day, we spent all day again at the beach and the pools, just kind of going back and forth. Again, 
glorious. I, I would not have to leave. And then that night we got all dressed up. The kids were all in matching, <laughs> matching Hawaiian outfits. And we went to the luau at Alani. That was so fun. I agree. Okay, so the luau is, um, it was great too, because we got to see a different part of Alani that we hadn't seen before when we enjoyed breakfast. Um, but the luau over there was kind of nestled in the back of the property. So not beachside, but you know, you were surrounded by these like lush tropical plants and um, flowers. And I don't know, it was very, it still felt very islandy, if that's a word. Um, the food was good. To be honest, I'd been to other luau's before and that was the best food I'd ever had at a luau. The food was really good. And again, attention to detail, lots of gluten-free options because they knew we had a gluten-free eater in our midst. When we were planning this trip as, I don't know, some people might think it's silly, as silly as it sounds, the luau was important to us and it took us a while to figure out which one we wanted to do because we knew our husbands could probably only tolerate one luau. (laughs) And we were, you know, We knew we had this cruise also, which there would be luau's at multiple ports on the cruise. We wanted to make sure we picked the right luau. We we put a lot of luau pressure on ourselves. Yes. And we probably over-talked the topic of luau, uh, but we picked the right one. I agree. This one was perfect for kids. And when you're traveling with eight of them, that's (laughs) very important to consider. Um, You know, there were characters there, still everything else that you would see at a luau that's not put on by Disney, the fire, the flamethrowers. What, what's the word? Yeah, Shay? the dancers, all of dancers. The, it wasn't just like, in fact, there wasn't a lot of Mickey Mouse. No, no. It was it was just a regular luau, but with touches of Disney is how I would yes. describe it. Yes. And especially that Disney service that yes. is not Mickey Mouse either. It's just that impeccable service that they have. Yes, If you're concerned that it's going to be a lot of Disney characters singing and dancing, that was not the case at all. No, it and, was really, really nice. And we're going to post pictures of all of this stuff on our um, oh, blogs yeah. as well so that you can get better visuals that go along with all of this. But I think you'll see, oh, yeah, this was like a, just a great luau and not a, a Disney sh- Mickey Mouse show. Yes, completely agree. And so then when it was over, we hopped back on that super convenient shuttle and went to our, our rooms. <laughs> and we could have walked back because, again, there is a path and it's not far. But at the end of the luau with eight kids, we felt pretty comfortable taking that free shuttle back. It was yes. a lot easier. Yes, that path, um, it connects all the resorts. So that's pretty cool. You can, it's seaside the whole way around Hillary. It's really pretty and well lit. And it's a gorgeous walk. But we had made it that morning to and from our breakfast or the day before to and from our breakfast. Yeah. So we took the shuttle back. The next day we got up, I'm going to say we were sad to to leave Coalina. I think we all would have stayed there. Oh, for sure. I know you've said it over and over. You are going to take your family back. Have and I have talked about that too. That's just a spot. We'll go back. Yeah, for sure we will. I also think it's great when you leave a destination and you're not ready to leave. That's a good sign of a destination. Anytime you're like, okay, yeah, I'm ready to go. Eh, you're probably not in the right spot. But we were sad to leave, but we were also excited because the next morning we were getting up and the car service was there bright and early to take us to the port outside of Honolulu to board a cruise ship. Yay! This was fun. I love getting on a cruise ship. (laughs) This was so... I do too. Oh my gosh, I do too. Let's just... I could do a whole podcast on just that feeling you have when you board a cruise ship. Me too. The excitement. Yes. Yes. 
Especially, I know we're going to talk about this in our, when we're answering questions, but with eight kids and 12 people total, a cruise ship is even more fun. It was so much fun and we were so excited. So a lot of our clients had been on a Hawaiian Hawaiian island cruise, including my in-laws. They had been on one. Everybody loved it. We'd only heard great things about it. So we were excited to try it for a lot of reasons. One, it doesn't have any days at sea. And I do love a day at sea, but I actually, if I get to choose, I prefer an itinerary where there's not a day at sea so that you're getting off every single day. So that was one of the reasons why we really liked this itinerary. We were going to get off the ship with our kids every single day, and we were going to see four different islands. So just the diversity and the constant getting off, which is so fun, but then you have a place to go back to at the end of the day to kind of regroup that's relaxing. Lots of seeing and doing without having to move luggage around. It was a fantastic trip for all of us to take. But Tab and I also were excited for people who had only been to one island or maybe if you've never been to Hawaii at all, this was a great way to kind of experience a little bit of each island and see if we come back, where would we like to go? Um, so it was perfect for that. If you're, if you know, if it's on your mind, yeah, it's a great, great way to see it all. As a travel agent, I feel like I got to get some of the technical things out of the way for those of you that are wondering. I do. My brain always wants to go technical. This is a great itinerary too, because passports are not required because you don't leave the United States. So Almost every other cruise you're going to take, you're going to have to have a passport, including like all Alaskan cruises because they stop in Canada. So if your kids don't have passports, of course, you have to show other kinds of forms of ID for them. But you don't have to have a passport, which is great now because it stays inside the United States. Uh, there's no casino on board these ships, right? Because of you know, the different uh, laws that we have in different states. So what they lacked in casino, I felt like they made up for in really cool restaurants and meeting areas. And I didn't miss, I'm not a gambler anyway, but I didn't miss the casino, but it's just another perk or I don't know, it makes it it different from other ships or itineraries. Maybe you've sailed on before, just the ship itself is different. Yes. um, I would say they had like a game room for kids. They had the, the big sports court that our kids enjoyed. Um, I didn't even know notice really that the casino wasn't there. If I'm being yeah, honest, yeah, yeah, I it really so we sailed on the Norwegian cruise line Pride of America is the name of the ship, and uh, we have sailed with the Slaughters on other Norwegian cruises before, and we love them, and we were excited to try this ship because we knew it was going to be different, and we were excited about the itinerary and getting off every day. But do you remember what else we did different this time around? Oh, what what did we do? Well, you know, when you travel with families as, uh, as big as ours, finding cruise cabins to fit everybody is nearly impossible. So in the past, other cruises we've taken, we've had to get multiple cabins to accommodate everybody. But this time we decided, okay, instead of each family getting two cabins, each family would get one concierge level cabin. And that was such a good decision, I think. It was. The location might have been my favorite part. <laughs> the location of said concierge level cabin was fantastic. So we each got to put uh, our families in one cabin. So we had like family of six next door to another family of six. So our balconies were right next to each other, which was fun. And Erica, what did it overlook? The pool. <laughs> <laughs> the pool. So you could pretty much hear people, hear music. I mean, it wasn't too loud. I don't mean that in a negative way. It was just 
fun. You could, you know, there was always a fun view. You were always looking at people anytime you were inside your room. It was great people watching. How, remind me, because this wasn't a day that I even looked back on. How were the beds? What was the bed situation? in there? Oh, so the bed situation, well, they could have been changed and converted different ways. But for our families, we each had king size beds. So like that we slept on with our spouse. Yes. And then remember, they had like a convertible bed that they would bring out for us and then they would bring in cots. So that's right. At night, everybody fit. I know that sounds like super crazy, all these beds I'm naming, but it's great because while you're at dinner, they get your cabin set up with all of these beds so that you come back and you have everybody has a place to sleep. But then when you go to breakfast the next morning, they tuck everything away. Yes, I know. I couldn't even remember how we all fit in those beds. But you're right. There there were two other beds and then the big king bed. The bathroom was probably my favorite part. You liked looking at the pool. I loved the bathroom. <laughs> I did. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. It was big. It was roomy. Um, two oh, sinks? Yes. There was an area, you know, a separate area for the toilet area. But then you had a shower. Yeah, and a bathtub. So, you know, in like a normal cruise cabin, it's all very small. Once one little sink, very, very, very small. small. But you had we had a really big bathtub, a full size big shower and then two sinks and lots of vanity space. It just felt so spacious. It did. It did. And when it was all tucked away, when all the beds were tucked away, the room felt good. Um, The the balconies were big. Yeah. And the view. Well, we had walk-in closets too. Do you remember that? Oh, that's right. Yes. So then we could tuck all of our stuff away. Suitcases were out of the way. Our room felt so much bigger than it probably even was because everything just tucked away. And I mean, listen, we probably spoiled Andrew and Tab. I don't know that Andrew (laughs) is ever going to want to go on another cruise where he doesn't have the concierge size cabin because not only was it bigger, but the perks that came with it. Oh, there were so many nice perks that I, to be honest... Um, I didn't even know we were getting until we got on the ship just because you had taken care of all those details. We got to get on the ship early. We got to get off the ship earlier. We didn't have to wait for tenders. They had services that would come pretty much if you want coffee in the morning, they'll bring you whatever you need. Just it was all fast, all fantastic. We had our own private dining room, all the concierge level cabins did for breakfast and lunch if we would didn't want to go up to the main buffet. That was my very favorite part. It was great, wasn't it? Yeah, we, yes. You know, maybe eating a buffet isn't your favorite option all the time, but it was so nice to be able to sit down after, you know, probably the first day when this big party of 12 comes in with all these kids. They knew who we were. They were so sweet and greeting us every morning. Yeah, hands down, that was my favorite part. I really liked it too. So we boarded that day. We found our cabins. We put our swims. Well, actually, we boarded wearing our swimsuits. That's how we roll. We, <laughs> we left Carolina in our swimsuits and cover-ups. And we hit the pool and just spent the day loving the pool. We watched the ships at sail. And then we got cleaned up and went to a great dinner. So it was a very seamless, easy way to board a ship. And to get from Coalina to the ship took no time at all. It, it was such a great transition. And I was so excited by the end of that night. Me too. I was pumped to be on there. And it was... The layout, everything was perfect. The next day we woke up and I would hate to play favorites and say what my favorite day was on this vacation. But if you forced me to, I might say this next day, day five was my favorite. It was a good one. I was was so excited about visiting Maui because I feel like that's such a popular island when you're talking about Hawaii and we had never been. And let me tell you, it did not disappoint. No. So our first two ports 
were both in Maui. So and uh, we were really excited about that. Andrew and I, like I said earlier, we our honeymoon was in Maui and we had been back with our kids when they were really little. We love Maui. I think it's that perfect balance of kind of a lot going on if you need a lot going on, but then uh, lots of time and place and space to relax too. I just love it. So the first morning that we port, the first morning we're there on the ship, we actually had a excursion booked through the cruise line. And I would say Erica and I, we pick some, some excursions we love through cruise lines. And then a lot of times we do our own excursions, but this was a fantastic one. And we did do it through the cruise line. And it was a day in Lahaina, which is the town, one of the towns there in Maui. And then we got to go whale watching. That was so much fun. I wish, um, I mean, when we blog about this, you'll be able to see pictures um, and maybe we can post the video or something, but the video when we saw the whales, I mean, you guys, they got so close to the boat. So close to the boat. I had two <laughs> notes here about the whale watching. And we'll get into this in the later episode when we break down traveling together. But part of traveling together is there's a give and take. Uh, and I know what you're going to say. This would be where I gave, because I don't like boats, I get extremely seasick. But when 11 people are wanting to go whale watching... I'm going to be a super good sport about it. So I think everybody was nervous. First of all, you know, you have to take a bus from the ship to the whale watching town, which a bus in any form or fashion might make me sick. So we were already a little on pins and needles about my stomach. And I had low expectations because I really imagined the entire time I would be focusing on not being sick. I wasn't sick at all. It was fabulous out there. I loved it. I think if you asked my kids too, this would be the the day that they remember the most probably just because it was so cool to see whales up close. Um, Another part, yes, Shay totally sacrificed her stomach on this day and it all worked out for us. I also, I was shocked and this might sound silly, but I was shocked by how many whales we saw. Oh, me too. Wait, talk about whale season. Like that's one of the reasons Shay wanted to sacrifice her stomach, right? Yes. Because we were there in March. Yes, we were there in March and Andrew and I had been in March before and you can see the whales from the shore. I mean, they are out there. But for some reason, I was hesitant. I thought like, I mean, we'll get on this boat. Maybe we'll see one whale. I really thought that. By the end, I think it was about a two hour excursion. By the end, it was kind of like, oh, there's another one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> At look, the beginning, everyone was pointing in on the same side of the boat when you could see one like a mile away. And yes, by the end, everyone was over it. I probably have a, a hundred, might even be a conservative number, a hundred <laughs> pictures of whales from that day because we saw so many that it almost became like, oh, there's another one. It yes. was fantastic. It completely blew all of my expectations out of the water. I agree. It was so nice. It was, it's just fun to be out on a boat, I think, on a vacation like this and, you know, be in the middle of nowhere pretty much. But, um, see, that's not my idea of fun. <laughs> I think that's fun. Like you're, you're in a completely different area in the ocean. It was fun. But, um, the whales, yes, it was super cool. Probably why I had low expectations. That was not my idea of fun. It blew my mind. When we were done, the great thing about this excursion was we were done well watching and we still had several hours left if you wanted to stay in town. So we had a great lunch right by the water. I mean, beautiful views. Yes. We did a little bit of shopping. The kids threw a football around at the park. It was just really great. And then we went back to the ship 
uh, when it was over, got cleaned up, went to dinner. It was a fantastic day. It's one of those days where you get into bed and you're so happy and you're tired, but it's a good tired. It was a really great day. Yes. Yes. Okay. Then we went to bed and the next day we woke up still there in Hawaii. Um, and we decided that day actually to just stay on the ship. There was lots to do. Um, the kids, like I said, played in the game room. They played in the sport court. We laid out by the pool, swam, all that kind of thing. Um, that particular day, I believe we had to be back on the ship a little bit earlier and we just didn't think we could fit in any big thing with a group of 12 before it was time to be back on the ship. Yeah. So we were still ported there in Maui. So the ship didn't go anywhere. So we woke up. It was still spectacular. The views. And, you know, it's a I do love getting off every day and I love an itinerary that gives you that ability to get off every day. But at the same time, I do think you and I really try to not run our eight kids into the ground going constantly. So we decided this would be the one day we would take it easy and our kids could enjoy the pool while everybody was kind of off the ship. And I think that was a good decision because at this point, we've been on our vacation about six days. It was time for a little bit of a reset. Yes. Um, I think we looked at the schedule and saw there's still a lot more fun to come. And so we need them at their best. And I mean, ourselves too, it's a vacation. You don't want to just go, go, go the whole time. So it worked perfectly. Everyone could kind of sleep in. By that time, we were absolutely on Hawaii time and good to go with, with all of that. And we just enjoyed the day, took it easy, and then had dinner. And we're ready for the next day. And the next day, I was really excited because we woke up in a new place. Yes. The next day, we woke up in Hilo. Shay, had you been there before? I had not been to Hilo. So it's on the big island of Hawaii, which I had been to, but I don't think I had gone to Hilo. It's on one side. It was, it, it rivals the whale watching day. It was I agree. such a great that, day. This is the day that would put that one like maybe in second place. I'm not sure. So um, we did this outside of the excursions offered through Norwegian. So we, on our own, booked a private tour. Um, they just came. It was a guy. He came and picked us up in a van that that fit all of us and basically kind of made the day perfect for our group. He customized it, asked what we were interested in seeing, gave us options. And then as a group, we talked about it and we were off. It was really, it was really great because it was custom for us. We said we want to eat somewhere where locals eat. Yes. And he accommodated that. We we wanted to see some nature. He accommodated that. We wanted to see some, you know, some sort of what is this island known for? So I really, this was a fantastic day. We hit so many great spots. And I, looking back, I, you know, I didn't look at these pictures on purpose because this was yes. not my day. But I'm going to go back after the podcast. I'm going to look at these pictures because I have the fondest memories. Yes, it was great. So, you know, working with someone who's right there living on the island, he kind of gave us a big list of things as our options. And we decided we went and looked at volcanoes. Um, remember the kids? We climbed on those. Do you remember walking through? Do you remember that? Okay, wait. I remember now that you mention it. The volcano wasn't even what was in the forefront of my mind. But yeah, and that was so neat because a volcano had erupted not that long before. No, I don't remember the date, like how how recently it had erupted. But yes, we got to walk through kind of on, I guess, every, um, but, like the remains. or Where the lava was. And it was, yeah. I think that's one of the things about when you do sometimes private excursions with locals, he knew where to, 
exactly where to take us. And it wasn't touristy or crowded. We were the only people yeah. out there. So it felt very remote to be on top of all of that black lava. Yes. Okay. Then we went to the Mauna Loa factory. Um, there, that's the factory where they make macadamia nuts, or I guess they don't make the macadamia nuts, but they package them, they harvest them, package them, yes. flavor them, Listen. flavor them. That's the word. I remember when we got there, <laughs> we were all so hungry. I remember my kids were popping samples and they were like, this is the best thing we've ever had. The best thing we've ever had. Erica, do you remember how many bags of macadamia nuts we purchased and brought home? I mean, they were good, but it also had a little something to do with we were so hungry when we arrived there. I mean, how many? Do you remember? I think I brought home 12 bags. (laughs) I brought home some that were chocolate covered, some that were coconut flavored, and then I brought home a ton of savory. Yes, Yes. I remember that. They were so good. Um, Then he took us to that spot that was local. I remember us looking like the only tourists in, in the whole restaurant. And then we even got to see some waterfalls. Do you remember that part? I do. But wait, let's go back to he took us to a local place to eat. And remember, we had him pick what we were going to eat. Oh, I don't even remember yes. that. He Which, chose. Yes. Well, we said, so Eric and I are famous when we, not even famous for when we go famous. to a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> we're so famous. No, we're famous for anytime we go to a restaurant together, we very much like to pick two things off the menu and share it because why try one thing when you can try half of two things? And I, yes, remember we told him, hey, tell us what we should get here. And he did. And then we got those what, pineapple drinks. Remember? Yes. I remember they were big pineapple yes. drinks and they were delicious. Do you remember what we ate? Yes, we had like a fish sandwich. Okay. And then we had something with else with fish. Uh, we had two fish things. Hey, I remember it was good. And I remember thinking like, this is probably a part of town that no one else, like tourists are really seeing because it was just locals. It was great. It was great. And and you miss out sometimes on things like that if you don't do excursions with locals. It was yes. great. Yes. And then we ended the day we went to two different spots with waterfalls. One was really far down in a cave. Mm-hmm. Um, not everyone made the trek down, um, but we, we we saw that. And then he took us to another location where we got to see some more waterfalls. And then, you know, took us right back to the ship. And we ended the day having dinner. And the next morning we woke up in a new location. I mean, it's a pretty full day when you go from volcano lava to macadamia <laughs> nut factory to multiple waterfalls, a authentic local meal. It was a super full day, but our, we had the best time. Our kids had a blast. I had a blast. Again, it was one of those we were tired at the end of the day, but it was a good tired. Yes. And I feel like we got to see what Hilo had to offer. Now, some of the days coming up, in fact, several of the days we're about to talk about are very low key very lay by the pool and read a book and relax. And I think this is why I liked this vacation so much because it had a great mixture of, you know, we just went go, go, go on whale watching day. We went go, go, go on this day in Hilo. And then we're going to end the trip, go, go, go back in Honolulu. So we also built in these great relaxing days too. Yes. Yes. The next relaxing day was another favorite. Oh, it was a favorite. We went, so we woke up, the ship left Hilo, drove around to the other side of the big island of Hawaii. And so when we woke up, we were in Kona, which is a different town on the other side. And I had all the happy feels because when Kensington was a baby, Andrew and I took her, I mean, baby, baby, we took her to Kona for a week and stayed at this great resort right on the water. 
And so we got day passes and the 12 of us got off the ship and we went to this resort and had a resort day, which was fun because it was a completely different kind of a day for our family and a great way to relax after our busy day in Hilo. Yes. And the beach in that spot looked completely different than the beach where we we were before. I, I want to say it was like black sand. Yes. Hawaii, the big island is beautiful. Do not get me wrong. It's gorgeous. But it does almost have the look of Mars when you're driving. Remember? It yes. Looks, yes. It's very black. It's very, I don't know. Mars is the only way I can describe it. So when we were driving from the ship to this resort and our day passes was for a Hilton there and it was the exact same one we'd been to so many years before, it looks very much like a foreign place. And then you get there and it's got the big palm trees and the beautiful resort and the beach was the black sand, which is cool too. Yes. The gorgeous resort was amazing. Um, There were water slides, numerous pools, great food, great drinks. It had everything that we needed to spend a day lounging. It was perfect. And it was the exact exact opposite of how we had spent our day on the Big Island the day before. So that made it fun, too. We got to do a little bit of everything on our two days there in Hawaii. Yes. Um, do you remember anything special about that day? It's, it's crazy the random details that I clearly remember, remember about this something? trip. Yes. <laughs> on this day, we were walking to our seats. When Andrew got the text that the dog sitter had shaved Poppy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you remember that? Uh, I, <laughs> I do remember that that was the, the, the dog sitter had to shave Poppy or did shave Poppy. I do not remember that we were there. I mean, I kind of, now that you say it, I'm like, oh my gosh, because Poppy just looks better with hair. It's just funny. These random things that I'm remembering. You remembered the fish sandwich and the, <laughs> the the guide told us what to order. I don't remember all of that. But I mean, I'm clearly remembering the important parts, right? But you remember my dog, my least favorite, your least favorite of my dog. <laughs> you remember how your least favorite of my dog's got a bad haircut. It's because you don't like her. And you're like, I remember. So yeah, funny. that's what you get, Poppy. <laughs> just kidding. I remember it was a really great full day. We went back to the ship. And again, like got cleaned up, went to dinner and really enjoyed our time there in Hawaii. But we're excited about the next day because the next day when we woke up, we were in Hawaii. I had never been to Kauai. And there there was so much different, how would you say it? Like different vegetation. Yeah. They (laughs) look very different. Yes. Very different. Very different. We could see mountains. It was, there was a lot more green, like a lot more lush, but not tropical. The cool thing is the ship ported right there. I remember that. Yeah. Sometimes these ships, and I totally get it, they have to dock in like shipyards where they're next to big container ships. And it's not exactly beautiful. But this on this ship was able to pull right up next to just beautiful Kauai. Now, here's the thing. So we were going to do two resort days in a row. So we just did a resort day in on the big island. So we had passes. You know, we purchased these passes in advance, which is what you should do if you're going to do these resort days. We had passes to a resort there in Kauai, too. So we had our transportation lined up. They took us. We dropped us off. (laughs) I remember. I totally forgot about this part of the trip. It was not great. And I don't think we need to say who, which resort it was. It was just 
there were so many not great things about it that after what three minutes, our husbands looked at us and they were they were like, we can't do we're not going to we can't stay here all day. Yes. There were roosters walking around the swimming pool. And I was going to say, I thought I remember a chicken, but that yeah. can't be right. There were chickens okay. and roosters. I don't know. They were all they all the same to me. They were walking around the actual pool. It was just not what we thought we were signing up for. So we punted at the last minute and went to a Marriott property right there on the beach. And it was a great decision. Yes, it was Marriott's Kauai Beach Club. And it was amazing. Amazing. The pool was gorgeous. Again, there was great food. I remember that good lunch spot right there, ah. right there by the beach. Um, it was a completely different feel, though, than the other island. So it was another, I don't know, it was just a great addition. And it, it was great to be able to do it on the cruise because we got to see so many different things. It was also one of those resorts that we loved so much that since then, Andrew and I have said, you know, we could go back there and spend a week too. It gave us a taste of it yes. and it made us realize, hey, you know what? This could be a place we could come back as a family and just park it here. It was it was fantastic. Yes. There happened to be like a beach volleyball tournament or something going on while we were there. So the kids thought that was fun to watch. I don't know. It was great. It was a great experience, a great day once we got rid of the chickens. And, and it was yeah. <laughs> it was so close to our ship that we walked back. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yes. So it was just really convenient and really nice. And... Yes, we could have done a lot of other things in Kauai. I totally understand. We were there in Kauai for uh, one night or two nights, I guess you could say. One full day and then another half day. And we stayed here. I know we could have done some other amazing things. But you kind of have to remember, we had a four-year-old, a five-year-old. A lot of these excursions would have left them out. So we made the decision instead of doing excursions only a few kids could enjoy, that we would just all enjoy a beach day as a family. That was important to us. Yes. And then the next day, we thought it was so nice that we decided to do it twice. Yeah, that was <laughs> right? a spur of the moment thing, too. Yeah, we we didn't really know because, again, it was a short day since we were, st were staying in the same port. It was a shorter day, so we weren't sure if we would do something or just stay on the ship. But we loved it so much that we decided, let's let's do it again. Yeah, and I think that's the sign of a really good day when you want to repeat it again. And it was convenient so we could walk there and enjoy our half day before boarding the ship again. And then it set sail and we got to look at some beautiful scenery. Yes, yes. And then that was the last night on the ship. And so then the next day we woke up back in Oahu right there in Honolulu. And on this day, you know, our flight was a red eye. So it left later at night. I don't remember the time to you, like an eight o'clock or a nine o'clock flight. Yeah. And, you know, we, we got off the ship around 730 in the morning. So you're getting off early, but we had about 12 hours yeah. to kill. A lot of time. And so we booked an excursion again through Norwegian and it it was just a Pearl Harbor day. So we got on the on the shuttle bus with a lot of other people and they took us to Pearl Harbor. They it was really nice because they kept our suitcases. They kept all of our stuff right there on the bus. Um, and then we had like four hours or something like that to explore Pearl Harbor. We got to watch the video and go out and see it, all of that. Um, we had done that before, but I know especially Nixon and Bowen thought it was super cool to get to check out the battleship, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was a great day for my kids too. And so I was, I was happy that we could wrap up the vacation with some, you know, historical educational yes talk and my kids still talk about it. They came home and they had never seen the movie Pearl Harbor. We watched the movie Pearl Harbor and I think it really made an impact because it was just a beautiful day so you could really see 
the ship down there below you. And we really got to take our time. And we were, you know, kind of sad to go back home because we'd had such a great vacation. So it was a really great way to end it because we got to end on a high. Yes. So yeah, after after the excursion, we just got dropped right back off at the airport. And then womp womp, it was back to life, back to reality. And that was our Hawaiian vacation. It was so good. And that was Hawaii. That's how we broke it down. It was such a fun trip. I hope you guys could hear that in um, us describing it. And hopefully you'll think about going yourself. It makes me want to go back. Oh, me too. I loved breaking it down. And now I'm going to have to go look at all the pictures. I know. Yeah. Now we'll be cranking out those blog posts. So be looking for that too. Yes. And we'll recap it a little bit more detail on our blog and have the photos that go along with it. Of course, if you want us to help you plan a Hawaiian vacation like this, whether you do the land and sea combination like we did or just land or just sea, we would love to help you at Mix and Match Travel Agency. And um, you can email us directly if you have any questions about what we talked about today at thebestiebreakdown at gmail.com. Yes. And now at the end of each episode, we are going to pull random reader questions out of literally a coffee mug. Woo! Andrew wrote them down. You guys left us questions. So it's a very random assortment. It has nothing to do with today's topic. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it does. I don't think it does. Andrew wrote them down, put them in a mug, and we're going to pull out some random questions and answer them as part of our random reader question section at the end of each podcast. I'm a little nervous that Andrew was in charge of this. He took it very seriously. Okay. Yes. Okay, Erica, I'm going to hand the mug. Literally, I'm handing the mug to her right now. Pull a question. Okay. The first question, what do you think your lives will look like as empty nesters? Oh, I like that. That's a good question. Yeah. I really love being a mom. I can't imagine on my deathbed thinking anything was better than this time right now. I like absolutely love it, but I really enjoy hanging out with Andrew too. So I imagine having a great time with Andrew. I think we'll retire somewhere, downsize, read a lot of books, and really just enjoy each other's company kid-free. Yeah, that's what I was going to say when it it comes to having no kids in the house. I think we'll travel a lot. If Tab is still in the NFL, I think I'll go to you know tons of games where right now it's really hard for me to get away for a football game. Um, I also think like, I don't know, at some point then we'll be grandmas, Shay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be We'll be babysitting when our kids are doing things. I don't know. Do you have a grandma name picked out yet? I mean, maybe. I think I might I think I might be honey. Oh, I like honey. It's cute, right? It's sweet. I like honey. <laughs> I see what you did there. What about you? Do you have something in mind? Yes, I want to be Mimi. And that is what we call my dad's mom. So that's what I call one of my grandmothers. And she's Aww. always been so fun and I don't know, spunky and full of energy. So I want to be Mimi too. That's perfect. When we're retired and empty nesters, can we come to Tab's Games too? Oh, of course. Everyone. Okay. Okay. And then that's what we'll do. That's my retirement plan. That's perfect. Okay. Here, you want to pick a different one? Okay. All right. Have you learned anything new about each other during the pandemic? Oh, that was a great question. question. Yeah. Um, Okay. Right off the bat, this, this wasn't necessarily pandemic related, but right off the bat, Shay's been reading all of those Enneagram books 
And, you know, the one in particular she read to me when we were in Disney World earlier this year. Um, I actually think learning about our numbers and how we are just our quick way that we instantly want to be before thinking, you know what I mean? Um, I think that's really taught me some things. <laughs> me too. And listen, there is an Enneagram podcast in our future for sure, but it has really opened my eyes. Let's, can we give a few examples? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. Like one example is Erica often is tired and <laughs> not, in, I mean, I'm tired too. Don't get me wrong. But like in a like, oh, I'm so stressed out. I could take a nap. Like she doesn't take a nap because she's busy, but like that's her, I could take a nap. Yeah. Or, that's like my go-to when I get stressed. Yes. Okay. Where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so busy. I could like, you know, yell at someone. I mean, yeah. My, yeah. That's a great example. <laughs> my go-to reaction is not take a nap. Now that I've read that book and I've thought about her personality type, a nine, it's totally like the mental exhaustion. I verbalize everything. So I don't need to take a nap because I'm going to just say it where you're going to think about it, process it longer, and it makes you mentally tired. Yes. Okay. The thing that was, that's your takeaway. Mine is, I remember when you said, um, not really, Shay and I don't really have arguments at all. Very rarely do we even disagree on something. But I remember when you were talking about like, when someone disagrees with you, you almost want them to like, come at you. <laughs> Is that the word? Like, like, don't back down to Just me. Like, it. yeah, yeah. Like where if somebody did that to me, I would rethink it. I would replay it. I would spend all of this time going over like, well, is that what they meant? Is that how, how it sounded when I said it? I would just worry almost about all those things where I realize now that you don't work like that. So if I say something that's like, Ooh, in me, I'm like, Oh gosh, did I offend her? No, I really didn't. And yeah, I'm I, sure she yes. ap ap approved of how I said it, you know? Okay. Okay. I have one more example. <laughs> Again, there's a whole podcast here, guys. Yeah. Of us talking about our we'll numbers. We'll do it later. We promise. Yes. Um, but sometimes you love my eightness and sometimes I love your, your nineness. And I have two examples. If somebody is being unreasonable, if somebody is being kind of a jerk, you get excited when my eightness comes out because you think they're a jerk too, but you're not going to say like, Hey, that was rude to me. And oh, so you know, I would never <laughs> say that ever. You I like, would let them be rude again and again. Where Erica will stand next to me at where fill in the blank, wherever. And I will say, Hey, that was rude. Please don't talk to me that way. And Erica's in her mind thinking like, yeah, you told them that. <laughs> but then the flip side of that is I got a like a message. I was on a, a group thing just last week. I got a message. I did not like it. And I said, I'm going to respond. And you physically took my phone out of my hand. <laughs> in hindsight, I'm so glad I didn't need to respond. I needed, I did not need to respond. My eightness wanted to respond. Your nineness was like, nope, we're going to process this. <laughs> I knew it was inappropriate. I knew, I knew. <laughs> you took my phone away from me. So it works. It works for us. Yeah. Pros and cons <laughs> to being an eight or a nine. Oh, that's really funny. Okay. Next question. Next question. Here we go. Favorite thing about each other. Oh, I bet Andrew added this. And then the most annoying. <laughs> Andrew was writing his own stuff. Well, I mean, the most annoying would be, I can't even like articulate how just like 
hardworking and don't stop. That is not you annoying. You raise the bar. It is annoying because I'm like, oh, she, I see her sending me work emails at like 8.30 at night. She's such a go-getter. I should stop watching TV and probably go do something productive. You're a very hard worker. Okay. Very I know worker. your most annoying quality is when we go to the gym and work out twice a week and our trainer will say, did you guys work out yesterday? I'm odds are going to say no. And Shay <laughs> is going to be like, yes, that's the most annoying thing. I hate having to answer no when Shay answers yes to that question. Okay. I have another annoying quality. <laughs> I will think I should like run to the gym. It's only a mile. I can run and I don't because I know Erica will mock me endlessly. <laughs> <laughs> because we're, I would, if she did that, I would be like, now there's nothing wrong with being physically active. She just doesn't need to be that active when we're together, apparently. See? <laughs> I would have, I would probably be like, I'm driving you home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on the flip side, things we love about each other. Was that what the question is? Um, favorite thing about each other. Oh, well, you're just so nice. My, <laughs> you're so sweet. You are the nicest. In our group of friends, everyone is so nice, everyone. But I think if we had to vote on the nicest, it would be hands down, we would vote you the nicest. Oh, you are I don't know so about nice. that. You're in poor company. You are so nice. No. Okay. I know without a doubt, it's because Shay, probably being an eight, um, when you ask her something, she's going to tell you her true opinion. And she is not going to, you know you know, how do I look in this dress? She wouldn't, she wouldn't say anything rude, but like, I know that when I ask her something, she's going to truly be honest and tell me exactly how she feels about it versus like saying something just to make me feel good. And you're so nice. You don't tell me when I hurt your feelings. <laughs> See how this no. relationship works super well. <laughs> no, it's good. Like everybody needs good, honest friends. So that's perfect. And nice, sweet friends. <laughs> It is. Okay, wait, we have one more. Okay. Um, let me grab it. Andrew Scholl went through our reader questions so that we didn't have to do it because we wanted it to be a surprise. I'm very confident Andrew's adding to the questions. I'm nervous. This question is, how, how do you keep things spicy and exciting? And I just have in our a, friendship. <laughs> I'm thinking it means in our marriage. I, yes, of course and it I is, Andrew. Very much think Andrew added that question. <laughs> or he for sure added the word spicy. What was the other option? Spicy. Exciting. What? Oh. Oh, I mean, I think, you know, we get a me personally, I mean, Tab and I get away or we try to like travel alone without our kids at some point during the year. Um, we try to go on date nights, we make time for ourselves you know, just the two of us without kids. Um, I don't know. I think, yeah, no, I, I think don't know we that's make spicy enough, but you know, just read between the lines. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I, I can't concur. say it. Yes. I think we make it, we really like our husbands. We've made an effort all of these years as we've been married, but you know what? Let's talk. This could be a whole podcast too. Oh no. We encourage each other to like our husbands. Oh yes. You know, we're not encouraging each other to badmouth our husbands. If I start to say something maybe negative about Andrew, Erica would never jump on that. She would listen, but then there would definitely be an equal balance of, yeah, but he's so great about doing X, Y, and Z. Like there's not husband bashing. It's very husband relationship encouraging. I think part of that is because um, we're all four friends. Yes. So, you know, I might, Yes, Shay is 
my close friend, but she's Tab's too. Yeah. So if I was saying anything bad about Tab, it would also kind of be like, okay, but I know, you know, I know him. It's not just a friend, a friend relationship where just the girls are friends or the wives are friends and we don't know each other's husband well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if you're bad mouthing Tab, you're bad mouthing my friend. Yeah. Yeah. So we definitely like vent to each other about total normal marriage things. But I think we're very quick to be super supportive of hey, you guys are going on a trip. That's awesome. Like, Good for you guys for getting away. Good for you guys for having a date night or a lunch date. We're very supportive of each other. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, guys. So that really officially wraps up this episode. Such a fun one. Yes. Thank you so much for listening today. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. The Bestie Breakdown is brought to you by Erica Slaughter and Shay Scholl. It's produced by John Reinhardt at Free Dream Studio. We love emails. Reach out to us at thebestiebreakdown at gmail.com. 